I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Welcome to a special brand of hell this week. Yes. The worst. A musical hell. Okay. (laughs) If this is your first week with us, welcome. Uh, If this is not your first week with us, welcome back. And I mean... We mean the welcome and the welcome back, honestly, truly, from the bottom of our hearts. James, this is our 50th episode. It is. Number 50. We're very excited about 50. We wanted to celebrate... With something something delightful, and we get a lot of feedback on our Grease episode. I think that's episode number three. Yeah. Um, that is the movie that actually inspired the, I guess, this show, because we realized that we really love to watch bad movies and make fun of them together, as yeah. I'm sure all of you do as well. But we didn't have this in mind. But we did week. not have this m- movie in mind at no. all, um, but we were like, Grease is our best episode, so let's do Grease 2, and I am full of regret. <laughs> We should not have done this. This was a mistake. And if you watched this movie so you could like listen to this episode and know we're sorry. I apologize. Um, I'm sorry you listened to how far did you make it? Yeah, because I had to get up several times and go outside and Um, scream toward the heavens. Me, I tried to fast forward through a lot, and you said that we should watch it. Well, if we're not, we have to know what's how bad it is. But I had to take breaks. A bunch of other movies. That was burlesque. That had nothing going on at all. That was a different story. More than this movie, at least it was like sort of a plot. Grease yeah. 2 blows. No, Grease 2 blows. You're right. Okay. So anyway, we watched Grease 2. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, sorry, we took a week off. This is our yeah. 50th episode. Just a reminder, we're doing three weeks on, one week off. Here we are. We're back. We had one week off. Um, thank you for all of your Apple podcast reviews. Thank you for your Patreon donations. Yes, yes we are on Patreon. Thank you for not asking. We're at patreon.com slash you got high Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Um, we talk anything 90 Day Fiance below deck. We do rom-com games like Plotsy or we do make your own rom-com. It'll be something funny. Put it that way. Yeah, we always. It's always James <laughs> and I. Funny. It's always us gabbing. Usually, her tormenting me with something. She's uh, some game. Tormenting. She, you've whipped up some hellish Excuse game for me, me to for me to participate in. Number one, Plotsy is very fun, it's good. and so is, it is make fun. your own rom com. It is fun. So is talking about Ninety Day Fiance. No, that I love. That's a different. So story. is talking. I'm below talking about deck. the games. That you'll come up with some game to basically to make and me look silly, is, which is fun. It's not to make you look silly, but I love it. I like looking okay, silly. Anyway, it doesn't matter because this week on Patreon, what we're going to do is we're going to do one of my most favorite, favorite, favorite. 
favorite activities. We are going to look at some old ads um, that I find online, like you know, like old Kotex ads or old like um, like they have out of date courses. Shit. Yeah, yeah, just very out of date and the odd, the, just the most odd ads. Just tons so, of ads for opium. It's <laughs> yeah, it's really my favorite. One of them is an ad for laudanum. Give your baby laudanum. It's like it's, no, don't give your baby laudanum. It literally says because a baby should be seen and not heard. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, make your baby a, a <laughs> zombie, baby a junkie zombie, and yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we watched Grease too. That we did. Um, it is from 1982. One hour, 55 minutes. Way too long. <sighs> Could have been an hour 25 very easily. And I would Extremely have preferred. Easily. Yeah. Um, it feels like they sh- all the footage they shot, they somehow just found a way to put it in the movie. Like Even like some B-roll shit, they're like, well, we'll find a place for it. We'll just stick it in there. No, this movie feels like we're being punished. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a movie. That's the thing. No, it's the worst movie, non-movie that we've watched. Yeah, it's not a movie. It's a but concoction of scenes. It's this, weird. This definitely... This movie definitely was a punishment. In time, in everything, you are... Never not being assaulted. Constant songs, and none yeah. of them are good. They don't, they're not catchy. They all sound the same. Yeah. Okay, so Ugh. this movie is starring Michelle Pfeiffer, Maxwell Caulfield, and Lorna Luft, which I learned today that that's Judy Garland's daughter. That's Yeah, that's crazy. Which though. it makes sense, because she is like Liza Minnelli. Yeah, yeah, she she's, belts some stuff out. She's definitely... Hammy. Well, if you can't handle me, darling. Yeah, like, yeah. She's very like she's a saucy. <laughs> she's a saucy broad. And I Down on Broadway. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, the IMDb description: A British student at a 1960s American high school must prove himself to the leader of a girls' gang whose members can only date greasers. We don't. We don't learn that until like the end yeah. of the movie. And none of that. None of these people are really that. That's not really a girl gang. They're not really greasers. Well, and like also none of this stuff is real. It's so like, if you've watched the My Big Fat Gyp- American Gypsy Wedding, like when those girl, like when if a gypsy girl is marrying a gorger who's like a non gypsy person, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm dating a gorger, and the parents are like, no, you're not, and then they're like, yeah, I am. We're getting married, and then they're like, "Okay, I guess." Like, it's just fine. Yeah. So go out with whoever you want to go out with. Yeah. No. The the and the, we found out also in this movie that oh okay, this is deep. Okay. Now in Greece one, what the T birds and okay. the pink ladies were like a they were both separate entities yes, that happened yes. to affiliate with each other, independent of each other, independent of each other that have come together under an affiliation under yeah. some sort of agreement where they date each other and they're going to like it's, they, the they're going to join forces status okay? brings them together You're yeah. the, you've earned that spot as being a cool person yeah, so you date other cool people they're separately they've decided right. that they're going to they're going to be uh, affiliated with each right. other as yes, gangs yes. okay yeah. whereas in this film we find out that apparently the pink ladies are just some like subsidiary yeah. made by the T-Birds where they, the T-Birds themselves actually produce the pink yes. lady jackets and distribute and recollect them. It's a franchise. It's yes. a franchise yeah. of their like, oh, wait, they're, we can give a, give a jacket to a lady. That's it's somebody like the we sister company. It's like you have to yeah. because they really do. It's fucking weird. I'm like, that wasn't how it was set yeah. up. There's some kind of weird like <laughs> there's like a contract almost because they keep talking about this code. Okay, you know what? Yeah, we're we getting ahead of, yeah, we're way ahead of Our ourselves. Our fun facts, my yeah, fun facts are Sorry. so fun this <laughs> week, get you off James. The rails. And I've got to tell you something. These fun facts, I did not do any digging. I didn't have to. I didn't have to. Do you know why? Why? Because it has already come to the surface. That's how like that's how good it is is that the oh, good, good facts like, you know good. what I mean? They've it's the cream always rises to the top. Yeah, okay, I got you. And we got cream right there. 
on the <laughs> on the, the the front of the trivia page. Okay, ready? I'm ready as I'm going to get with this movie. <clears throat> In a 2003 interview, Dee Dee Khan, Frenchie, yeah. explained why her character, Frenchie, disappeared halfway into the movie. She said the script was unfinished when they began filming. Not surprising. But the draft they were using still included Frenchie. The character was written out during filming, and she was told halfway through that she was no longer needed. The filmmakers ultimately decided to include Frenchie in the final cut, though they had limited footage. Khan described the filming process as rushed, frantic, and unorganized. That would be about what it looks like on screen. And you really did not need Frenchie in this movie. They used Frenchie in the beginning to say like, oh, well, I'll show you around because you're Sandy's cousin. But he doesn't need to be Sandy's cousin. He He doesn't. doesn't, Yeah. He doesn't need to know. He doesn't. He could just be some English kid who moved here. That's fine. Sandy didn't have like some cousin. She just showed up. It's trying to bridge the worlds. I get it. Which is fine. Okay. So my second. My second. Yeah. Fun fact, because it's yeah. really good. Okay. <laughs> Original plans were for this to be the second installment in a franchise of four movies Whoa. and a TV series. Jesus Christ. When the movie flopped, plans for a franchise were thrown out. Thank God. So Disney ended up adapting the unused script for the third movie, which became um, High School Musical. Uh, yeah. God. We're all Jesus. in this together. Right, oh this my makes god! Sense, this is a pile of shit. That is, so is and that, that's so. basically. <gasps> that's like the same song. At the, remember the sad song at the end? It was like we've graduated and now our lives are miserable. Yeah, but it was still we'll be together. together. Yeah, yeah, but like in the first one, it's like we go shabat, together, shabat, yeah. like da 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 da. And then the next one yeah. is like let's. This hold. is the slow version yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> the next one was the slow, like painful version. In High School Musical, I think they have a song called "We're All in This Together." Mm, I don't care. I don't <gasps> like. High, I don't want to even I know about High it. School Musical. Okay, here we go. So I don't care, and I don't know. It's a new school year, bitch. We got Blanche. We got the principal. Um, they say it's a new school year. It's a new era. If the Russians can put a man in space, just imagine what we can do at Rydell. And imagine uh, we don't have to do any longer because it's right there. We're singing and we're fucking yeah, dancing. I was going to say, Boom. do you even bother talking about like this movie's not a movie? OK, yeah. it's a it's there are more songs in this movie yes. than anything I've ever seen. Like yeah. there's Broadway musicals with less fucking songs in it. Yeah, I'm not even Really, I'm not really even kidding. Yeah, like I, I, it's it's fucking wild. This yeah. has less songs than Newsies. It's crazy. Yeah. So, or more songs. It's fucking insane. So my point is, what? There's no okay in Greece one. Okay, yeah. the original Greece here. There's songs and then there's scenes and then the yeah. songs. And by the way, I'm not a, obviously I don't think Greece is a great movie, but as no, far it's as his it, favorite movie. it's it's in practicality, like there's yeah. some dialogue and then the song that they sing yes. drives forward the story. Yeah. It's about what's happening. And then like it's like there's like a resolution and they yeah. move on to the next thing, which makes sense. They learn something in this. They just take song breaks yeah. where it's just we'll just sing about bullshit yeah. for four minutes and then go back to nothing. You don't even, it's so far out of it. By the time they go back to the movie, by the time they go back to the movie, you don't even remember what the fuck was happening in the movie. Yeah. That's what's wrong. It's crazy. Back to school. 
We're starting off the new year with a huge dance number, um, and it's the back-to-school one. The principal and Blanche are horrified, as they should be, because it's literally every student at the school kind of, like, attacking them, like, moving in on, like, them, like, singing and dancing, and they were, like, crawling. It was, like, they're, like, back to school. Yeah, they were, like, kind of, like, up against the flagpole, like, they were in deep trouble, and all these kids were coming in. And it's not just the T-Birds singing by themselves or the Pink Lady. The whole school is in on this. I'm going to talk about this a lot in this during this episode, so prepare yourselves. I don't care. Um, In Greece, the original... The T-Birds and the Pink Ladies could not be bothered to do anything that their peers were doing. That was if the point. If they were doing it, you could absolutely guess and guarantee that they are off doing their own shit and they're not fucking... They were too cool for yeah, that. Yeah, they that were too cool for that. I'm not gonna... Yeah. Like, they're never worried about getting good grades. They're not no. worried about... Like, they go Danny hang out Danny had to the hide diner. when he did track. Yeah. So nobody made fun of him. Yeah. It was like, yeah, oh, he's participating? What are you yeah. doing here? They're like doing their homework, going to talent shows. Yeah, they're like, oh, I gotta rewrite my paper. And it's like, do you hear Danny yeah. Zuko saying I gotta rewrite my paper? Yeah. I've never heard Rizzo saying that. No. I'm gonna get a bad grade. It's like, no. I'm a big proponent for it is cool to do well in school. It is cool to be smart. But it was just so funny because it just felt so forced. They're like, oh, I got this leather jacket on and I gotta get yeah. a good grade on my Shakespeare paper. I'm a greaser. All I care about is fighting in my chick and my, my bike. But at the same time, Really got to care about this Shakespeare paper. This Hamlet guy's got my head twisted. Like, yeah. what? No. I, I got a 3.6 GPA. I'd really like to get it up. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? You know, I don't want to go to no state college. It's going <laughs> to yeah. really bum me out. Only a private school is going to be good for me. They were like making fun of Zuko for having a letterman's jacket. They're like, oh, oh yeah. look at you. Uh, look at this guy. Yeah, because they don't care. Their whole thing is they're going to be like mechanics or something. And yeah. they don't give a shit about high school. That was the point of the greasers and why they were like that. Whereas yeah. in this, it makes no sense. It's just like a weird showy. Yeah thing like none of them so we immediately meet eugene from greece one he was the nerd that everybody picked on in the first greece yeah and i understand that we're trying to so we see the principal we see blanche like we're trying to meet the old characters to be like hey you know like it's good to have some familiar faces yeah. so that you're like okay i understand i'm like i'm comfortable in this world but didn't eugene graduate yeah he's de- he definitely shouldn't still be in high school three Is years he later a teacher now I don't know, but he's like helping with the talent show where like they're yelling at him to drop leaves at a certain time. So yeah. I feel like he's like he's getting the same role he was, but yeah. then no one's picking on him really. No. So he might be like a teacher's aide. But he actually kind of like picks on the T-Birds. A little a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little like, bit. They make everybody like stupid in this movie. Yeah, everybody Everybody is. is stupid except for the British guy. Everybody's dumb. The teachers are all terrified of teenagers, which I mean teenagers are terrifying, but like they have no control over these kids at all. They're like, no. oh God, if there's a substitute teacher, everybody just gets out and they all leave and then yeah. they're all humping each other and thrusting each other and another one a singing a song and like, but nobody can have control over the kids and then like the T-Birds, the, um, what was that guy? The T Birds in the first Shooter one, McGavin. it was no, no, no. The T Birds in the first one, uh, Duty and Potsy and Kanicki. No, 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 no. The other one. The, so it's Zuko the and blonde Kanicki. one, the fat one, yeah. Kanicki Potsy. and Travolta. Yeah, but I'm trying yeah. to remember. Like I don't remember their names. No. I just remember uh, Duty and Potsy. Yeah, fat one, blonde one, Kanicki, Travolta. One of the two cheese. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Zuko and Kanicki were like cool, and the other three were dumb. 
Yes. And, the and other, they were, they were like, like their lackeys. They're like, you know, they're like the three stooges where they're, yeah. you know, and they're all like, you know, running around and they're like being yeah. little comedians and whatever. But like Danny, Zuko, and Kanicki were be like, cool out already. You're yeah. embarrassing us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. In this one, the Danny Zuko character and the Kanicki character are embarrassingly stupid. Yeah, they're dumber than... No, well, other, that's the other guys the, are like... Huh? The other three are like... are They're very dumb, but they're often smarter than the other two. Than, yeah. than uh, Shooter McGavin and yeah. Adrian Zemed. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they are a little bit. Yeah, okay. Adrian Zemed as being... Being uh, uh, the Danny Zuko character really has no... He portrays no f- form of leadership. No. He has no charisma James whatsoever. James calls him non-Travolta. Non-Travolta, yeah. He's just this... He's, he's awful. Okay, so the pink ladies have no regard for parking. They park wherever. They just... They have this 60s car, and it looks old and whatever. But let me tell you something. It looks like it doesn't belong yeah. in this movie, but this movie As takes place doesn't. in the 60s. Yeah. This movie... Everybody looks very 80s. Oh, God. Like, in the first Grease, and I, I, I'm so annoyed with us. We should stop talking about the first Grease Well, no, now. it's Grease 2. I know, so, yeah, it's, but it's it not Grease, itself, comma, 2. But it puts T-O-O. itself up to comparisons to the first Grease if you're going to make yeah. an identical fucking Grease movie. The 70s, like when the, this movie was filmed in 1977 uh, for Grease 1. Grease 1, and not this one. it's yeah. supposed to take place in like 1959. Yeah. Where like in the 70s and in the 50s, that was those two eras go together. They match together. In a weird way. Well, like, you in know, a weird way, yeah. John Travolta's wearing that huge like lapel on his outfit at the dance contest at the end. Yeah, which. But that looks like it might, that might be something yeah. that his 50s character would wear. Well, somehow the musical yeah. things melded too, which was strange. But yeah. like they sounded like that could be a fifty song or a seventy song. That's why there were songs in Greece that were pop hits. And then these, because these songs sound like Jesse's Girl or yeah. like Steely Dan or yeah. something. Just There's really no era to them no. whatsoever. And Michelle Pfeiffer looks like Belinda Carlisle. She, she looks, looks like she's on an audition to Bananarama or the Go Go's yeah. or something. She literally looks like Vacation. Huh? Yeah. yeah, that's what she looks like. She's gonna sing any minute. She's got Farrah Fawcett hair and Belinda Carlisle bangs and, and 80s sunglasses. He, yeah, these like fucking uh, Jim McMahon sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The point we yeah, Exactly, Jim McMahon. That's exactly what they are. She wears at one point. She has on like tight jeans that are rolled up a couple times, like yeah. halfway up her 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 shin, with like these gold strappy high heels. Where I'm like, she looks like fucking Tony Montana's girlfriend yeah. now. She looks like Michelle Pfeiffer from Scarface. Now it's not yeah. even. It's like that's where? Not, yeah. What era are you from, lady? Not good. It's awful. And like. They wear, like, in this first scene, Michelle Pfeiffer is wearing, they're wearing the pink lady's jacket, which it's the same jacket, but she's wearing this, like, light electric blue shirt, which wouldn't have existed. <laughs> yeah, it's like in, aquamarine. You're it like, wouldn't have existed. Very 80s. At, in 61. No, she got that they at wore, a mall in 1981 yeah. in Sherman Oaks. And everybody in the first movie, they're wearing, like, they're wearing, like, either white, red, black, or yeah. they're wearing, like, plaid, or. Yeah, they're very gingham or something yeah. like that. Like they're wearing a, like a skirt, like a poodle yes. skirt or something like that. Like they pop, you know who yeah. they are. The guys have white t-shirt, black leather jacket. Like you see yeah. them. This they're not. They're wearing all different shit. In the end scene, the one guy diving, the yeah. one by himself, he's got like a pink polo shirt on. I'm like, what the fuck is he wearing? He's supposed yeah. to be a in like a fucking quote unquote motorcycle gang. <laughs> he looks like somebody's dad's uh, going to play fucking golf taking, on Mother's Day. Yeah, this is I'm, ridiculous. I'm taking a lot. 
not an issue with this. But anyway, so the electric blue outfit, Rizzo would never. No. Um, here come the T-Birds. We got Shooter McGavin and the rest of the 40-year-olds. Um, <laughs> yeah, it this. seems age-appropriate that they're all <laughs> lusting after the teacher who looks like she's... In her 40s. What was that one lady 40s. that did? She was on Step by Step, the mom on Step by Step. Suzanne Summers? Yeah, yeah. She hmm, kind of looks company. Suzanne Summers. A little bit, yeah. She's got like an older Suzanne Summers, um, Thigh Master vibe. And so, my question for this is why would you keep the same groups if you're not going to keep the same coolness? The pink ladies of the T Birds, I mean, the jackets are cool, they're iconic. Um, but I mean, like that was, you want the first group of T-birds and pink ladies to come in and strip these pink yeah. ladies and T-birds of their jackets and yeah. say, you've disgraced the club and you're no, no longer allowed to wear. Kanicki would be very upset. Kanicki would be very, especially with his home life. As we talked about Kanicki yeah. and his terrible home life. I don't know what's up with Shooter McGavin's home life. Yeah. I don't know his home life at that no. point. I don't know any of their home lives. Danny Zuko seems like he's from a very supportive family in this movie. Yeah. Whereas in the first movie, I don't get that vibe. So. And the fun, <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that this movie? I think it. I think it takes place what four years afterwards. Three, four. It's like nineteen sixty-two. It's, it's sixty-one. Yeah, um, so it's two years later. So, but it's just weird because. <laughs> it seems like it's nineteen eighty-two. It seems like they're so far. Okay, Frenchie's back. Um, she has her pink ladies jacket. She meets up with this guy who's coming off the bus. She says, that, "Oh, you're Sandy's cousin from England." Um, Sand and he's like, oh yeah, thanks. And she says, I told Sandy that any cousin of yours is a cousin of mine, which is, I guess, whatever. But yeah, very good expository dialogue here. This is the other thing. Like I said, didn't need Frenchie. Didn't need to. He didn't need to be Sandy's yeah. cousin. Could have just been a guy from England. Didn't want to know who this guy is. Uh, I wanted to know if Sandy and Danny died when they were flying their car. Did, yeah. Are they still together? Being Are the they dead? What you know? What's happening? How did Sandy tell you this? Because Frenchie does see uh, so, Frankie yeah. Avalon in the sky. Presumably, so. San- presumably <laughs> Sandy and, Fr- and Danny are alive yeah. to bridge the cousin gap. But the other thing they make is... <laughs> bridge the cousin gap. <laughs> that I don't understand here about Frenchie is they had to shoehorn her in somewhere to why she'd be hanging around yeah. the school. So... She explains that she dropped out of beauty school or flunked out of beauty school yeah. after she turned her hair pink. So now she's there so she can use the high school chemistry lab to make perfume. Cosmetics. Cosmetics. So she is just a scientist That's now the using the high school chemistry lab Even- to mix cosmetics of some kind. That's so, a really weird That's a great thing because she says that she drops out of high school. So you're you're like... I guess if you if you're watching Grease two and you didn't watch Grease one, you're like, who's this chick? And yeah. then she's like, listen, I dropped out of high school and then I went to beauty school, which I flunked out of that too. So here I am, four years later, finally finishing high school. Like, what is yeah. there not like a community college or something that you can go to or like a well, beauty I, school? Like, are you I not allowed to go yeah. back? I didn't feel like she was. Going to school, I feel like yeah. because she was an alumni of the school, they were letting her use the chemistry lab to make cosmetics. That's what it seemed like to me. Okay, like she was just coming back to but hang she around. Rydell binder. Yeah, but while she's got to keep her chemistry, had... like her, she got to keep like her formulas in there, right? She's a scientist. 
right? I mean, Frenchie's obviously a scientist. I mean, clearly. She also had her pink ladies outfit on. Well, I think she just well, she had a pink wears that jacket. anyway. I mean, she's going to go to Rydell if you're going to if you're going <laughs> if you're going to go to Rome and you have okay. you know. <laughs> I think it's one of those. But we're six minutes into the movie and we still have no. I was done six minutes motion. into this fucking. Movie. Neither does the movie. That's yeah, why you, it just spins its wheels. Sid Caesar is back. I thought he retired, but that's okay. I'm happy um, to see him anyway. The, yeah, we're just happy that he's here. Uh, the whole opening number is about going back to school and that you got to get up and make sure that you you know are early and, and not late to school because you have to sing a ten minute number before you yeah. get to class. It's, it's like, like a, a, it is. It's like a six minute number about your parents waking you up for school and you have to get to school. Do they have to like when they when they get home? Do they have to go home from school? Home. <laughs> from school I took the bus today it dropped me off outside of my house today uh, none of the songs rhyme that's why I'm singing yeah. it like that none of the songs rhymed they were these home songs from <laughs> home from school home from <laughs> These songs all sound like the whole group of kids that was waiting to sing them were standing there while some guy scribbled it out on a napkin. And they're like, you almost done? He's like, hold on one minute. Wait, I need the second ver- the chorus. Uh, home from school. All right, oh, yeah, I'm almost done. Yeah. They just scribble it out. And he's like, here, distribute that to everybody. And some PA copied the napkin yeah. like, and gave it to everybody. And they were all yeah. like, okay, sure, we'll sing it. My will Fuck. to live is fleeting. Back to school is over. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer and the Pink Ladies um, convene with the T-Birds before school. Um, it seems to to us and to everyone in the movie, except for Non Travolta, that Michelle Pfeiffer, the Fifes, has broken up with Non Travolta. It's over. Don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, um, everybody done. has a weird New York accent, especially Shooter McGavin. He's like, hey, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Over here? Hey, like, what are you doing? And they yeah. say use in this movie. Yeah. And he they, says, forget about it. Uh, yeah. And they're clearly, it's obvious that yeah. they're in California in this movie. Like, there's yeah. no. They don't even try to hide it. They no. just show big fucking bare mountains in the background yeah. at some point. Like, cause Rydell in the, in Greece is supposed to be kind of, yeah. like originally Greece is set in Chicago as we went over in yes. the first thing. Yeah. But then they, it's kind of this nebulous whatever in, in Greece because in the yeah. movie, cause there's a beach nearby. Yeah. There's an ocean, but it's also Chicago, but it's also California, but they it's also, also talk like Jersey. they, yes, yeah. whatever. But this is just, a bunch of kids from Brooklyn that they put into a California high school. Yeah. And so Eugene is walking the British guy through the school and he's like, you better get a locker right away because, you know, trust me, like I went here, like, you know, look at me. I got beat up all the time. They'll steal everything, he says. And um, the T-Birds start bullying uh, Sandy's cousin Michael over lockers. They're like, hey, yeah. don't touch those lockers. Like, hey, this is our area. This is a private area this is of our, our lockers. Turf. Yeah. yeah. That's um, their turf. Four lockers. The principal <laughs> and Blanche are doing the morning announcements. Um, we learn that the students give one of the teachers mental mental exhaustion and also a heart attack. Um, they are drop dead on a desk. He's like shaking quickly. when he's drinking water, and they're like, "We want to thank this guy for coming back after he had mental exhaustion in the spring." And then you know, and then, and just then like, he just like, drops fucking dead fucking right there, kills over. Uh, they're sexually aggressive with the Suzanne Summers teacher. Oh yeah. Um, we go to gym, like the gym part of Greece One was fun because you're like, you know, you're doing track and you're long distance running. Long like there's like distance a, running. There's like a beauty to it, whereas this, it was <laughs> there's like... There's no beauty, but there's, there's no beauty. something to it. This is just a... I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. It's 
They just sent a bunch of kids out in the field, yeah. and they were like, I don't know, hang out out here for 45 minutes. Frenchie tells the British guy not to go out with, because he sees Michelle Pfeiffer, and uh, Michael's like, oh, like I like her, and she says, oh, come on, like, yeah. don't go out with her. And I kind of she was lo- upset. She looks like she's in Bananarama. Yeah. She's very attractive. She's weird. No, but like, okay, so what I didn't understand is Frenchie is discouraging him having a crush on on uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and she's not like oh you should see if you should can be one of the T-Birds like I can talk to yeah, no, Dan, never you know, comes non, non- Travolta because she <laughs> was the one she was the one that was championing like let's adopt yeah. Sandy and like, yes. let's make her one of the cool people she's gonna be a pink lady so yeah she's gonna be one of us and mm-hmm. then Sandy had to go through the hazing process whereas with Michael, she's like, just don't even bother. Like, you're well, not going to yeah. get in. It's a, you know, it's a tradition. It's you have to be part of this bloodline. Like, you're never going to like, that's what she makes it seem like. like but, oh, God. And, that, and that's what I thought in the beginning of this movie. That is what I thought was going to happen was I thought that he was basically gonna, like, audition? not audition, but he was going to be like kind of pushed into the T-Birds where mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, all right, we'll we'll let this dweeb hang out with us. And like, yeah. he was going to be around them, but they were always like, this guy's a jerk. You know, what? like they were going to be making fun of him and, you know, calling him. Yeah. whatever the hell and when he was doing their homework for them yeah. I thought that they would make him like an honorary teacher I thought that, that that's how I thought it would, that's how I thought it would start yeah. and then they'd be like yeah this guy with his brains but then he'd always kind of be there with yeah. them kind of like Sandy was with the pink ladies while they were singing songs about her and shit that's yeah. kind of what I thought it was going to happen but no 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 there is no Not plot no there's no it's just the weirdest the, movie in the whole world the only plot that I could decipher before we go any further sorry is that the English guy wants to bang Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm that's a vague thing and then that it's there's not vague. A, well it's not vague but it, I, I don't care about him or her like that's not enough for a whole plot of a movie that he wants to bang her like who right. cares yeah 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 and then the only other secondary plot is that the uh uh there's a talent show yeah at the end of this and the winner gets not a bunch of money or some a winner gets a hundred albums yeah that was upsetting because in the first records. one you're like okay like this this is just a movie about high school kids in greece yeah and now this is high school kids in the 19 1959 and this is what they were up to but the the dance thing was not the thing it was yeah. thunder road thunder road was the thing the dance thing caused thunder road it made because it was the whole thing with cha-cha and all that shit like the dance well, thing was a part of the beef yeah because thunder road was like they there's always this ominous like oh god the crater face guy yeah 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 my, my dad's friends keep terror yeah me. for some reason my dad's friends <laughs> won't leave us alone my uncle stop keeps fucking taunting me at high school and it's well, not cool but like yeah. this one it's like you meet crater face and his gang a couple of times but they're never doing anything except for like cackling wildly so they just show up and cackle and then ride away and they only no terrorize to show the up. luo yeah and and the and gym class they ride their remember oh, they ride yeah, all their well, bikes yeah, they're on, the, on gym class right now which is fucking we have to kind of address this right away crater face the bad guy in the first movie yeah looked like he was 46 years old and now this is years later and he's still showing up not only like running into yeah. high school kids and wanting to beat them up for some yeah, reason he, rather than worrying about his own high school kids he's got at home who's try has to support and worry about yeah. them going to college in a few he years he may have been 19 or 20 in the first Greece and now he's like 22 in the movie you mean in yeah. real life you look at him this guy is clearly in his oh, yeah, he's late in his 40s, 40s. And, but he's him and his gang show up at a high school riding dr- their motorcycles on the track right onto the track to stop look at the T-Birds and then cackle and ride away that's it and it's weird okay. because the T-Birds are 
the T-Birds are like actually participating at gym, whereas yeah. normally, because they're cool, they would be on the bleachers like, Smoking. I'm not doing shit. I'm going to eat look potato chips. Yeah. I'm going to look up gals' skirts. I mean, I don't condone that no, behavior, but that's, but what, that's they are. what those are what the yeah. greasers would do. Yeah. So they're actually oh. trying at gym. It's and, weird. And we should also mention that instead of cars in this movie, it's Motorcy- motorcycles. Yes, it's all motorcycles. It's all motorcycles. And they, they don't call them bikes like anybody. It's cycles. it's cycles, which I don't know who the fuck decided. Who, I don't know who wrote this no or idea. what they what they thought yeah. or whatever. But, but no. they the T-Birds challenge Craterface and the rest of the gang um, from the the... I don't even know what that's called right now. What? The the T-Birds? The Elks Lodge. <laughs> the rest of the guys from the Elks Lodge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they challenge, the T-Birds challenge them to a bowling tournament. Um, Me and the fellas from the Knights of Columbus are challenging all of these. T- yeah, to a they're match. like, like the, they're high school kids, and they're yeah. like, we're gonna go bowling, like you know, we're gonna. Oh like, god, yeah. the bowling in this movie! Yet there's no. I thought there'd be like a bowling showdown. No, or is it, no, no. It's it was just a bowling a hot, show. It has no bearing on the plot. No. Bowling what's-so-fucking-ever. No. They just do it sometimes. Because I, I wrote here that the, a bowling tournament does seem safer than Thunder Road because Thunder Road, like yeah. Danny Zuko needed to name... Oh, no. Kaniki needed to name Danny Zuko as second. Like, you know, yeah. you're gonna... I'm clearly going to die, so... <laughs> well, you could have made, like, a bowling tournament kind of like... You know, could have done, done, like, Kingpin and made it kind of overblown yeah. and made it funny, but no, they, this is just... No, they really love... Just they love bowling as a hobby. It's cool. Uh, like you said, the script wasn't finished. It feels like all the actors showed up, not only on the stage there was a song, but on any other day, and they were like, all right, what are we doing? And they were like, hold on a minute, we're not waiting, we'll tell you in a second. And they're like, okay. They're like calling around to places, we need somewhere to film, and then the only place that said that they could film there was Bowlerama. Yeah, and they're so like, like, hell well, yeah, I mean, let's go do that. My they're going to bowl. My yeah. uncle owns a bowling alley. Yeah. Well, like, you know what? They're bowlers now. Like, I got to write a song about fucking bowling now? All right, give me five minutes. I'll write a song about bowling. Like in Mad Men, Duck Phillips being like, <sighs> I don't care who you have to ask. Ask your father-in-law or anybody, we're going to get new clients, damn it. It's like, okay, yeah. we're going to fucking get a venue and it's going to be bowling. Sure, thanks. That's it, yeah. Bowling, something. Um, everyone has like a specialized bowling uniform. Like the T-Birds, they have a they have their <laughs> own little bowling uniform. But like each of them has a different one. Yeah. In the first one, they all wear the same thing like all the time. Yeah, white, t- white fucking yeah. T-shirt, mm-hmm. black leather jacket. That's it. And I also feel like, a, like, I feel like, I don't know if bowling is really a thing and I asked my mom, I mean, my mom was born in 1965, so I'm not saying that my mom would know, but like, I was like, did you, did it seem like bowling was like a big deal in the 60s? And she goes, I mean, not really. No. And then she goes, not. and she goes, people bowled because people, people have always, were bowling. Yeah. But yeah. She's Especially they're like, from the Midwest. In yeah. Illinois, people bowl no matter what because it's cold. But I out. liked but the diner where the diner was more Viola realistic. worked. Yeah. I think that was what her name was. And the diner is 10 times cooler than a bowling alley because you yeah. have milkshakes. Well, bowling alleys, old men hang out, old men. Men who you know, old men with pictures of beers hang out at bowling alleys. Yeah. Not like, or the kids would hang out at bowling alleys and they'd like play arcade games yeah. and smoke and you know try to get somebody to buy them beer or something. But they wouldn't actually be like having Let's full on bowling. bowling tournaments. Did anybody and singing songs about it? Yeah. But you were saying you asked your mom. I don't think it was big because. We've heard about everything. We've seen movies from back then. We've yeah. heard all the songs. Do they ever mention bowling in one? No. Do the Beach Boys ever mention bowling? We're going to go. We're all going to get in the woody and we're going to go to the beach and we're going to surf and then hit the alleys afterwards and try to fucking bowl a 240. I've never heard that. Round, 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 round
around, get around. My ball is round. Yeah, yeah get around. Woo! Knock the pins down. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? That's what it seems. Yeah. I bowl around. Uh, Instead of 409, it's called 300. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no. That's never happened before. <laughs> strike, 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 strike. I bowl the strike. Yeah. yeah. Strike, strike, strike. I just got a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's never happened. So I don't think it was like any bigger then than it was any other time. We, where all, we should all rewrite the kids some more bowling. songs. Like we're more 60s songs where bowling is more sure. thing. Why not? In this movie, they should have. They needed to. Like the leader of the pack? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the lanes. Oh, God. The leader of the lanes. Boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> 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 yeah, pins. the pins. <laughs> Dude, this okay. is what I'm saying. Like, this movie makes no sense. It puts its own... It, it's it's the most nonsense... It's bananas. ...I've ever fucking seen based well, on a hair... Based on John Travolta's hairstyle in 1977. Yeah. That's, all, that's what the movie's okay, based on. Okay, so non Travolta is all over Paulette, who's Judy Garland's daughter. Um, and earlier in the day, he's like, what's up? How come we're not going out anymore, Michelle Pfeiffer? And she's like, you know, it's totally over. And at the bowling alley, Paulette's like, what am I, chopped liver? Like, what happened? Yeah, hey, and, look at me. And she looks great. I love these gold pants on her um, in this scene. But it was just weird because he's like, how come you have such an attitude today, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, and she's like, I told you, you know, Adrian Zemed, we're not dating anymore. I'm dating Tony Montana now. You know that. Yeah. I told you I'm going out with Tony Montana. Uh, it's no. Over. And then it's just weird because, so then, you know, that argument kind of dissipates. You know, my womb is polluted. It's yeah. just, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a bass head. <laughs> What's happening? No. Um, we just talk about Michael Bolton singing that rather than this fucking song, this, this movie. <laughs> Let's just talk about no. that for the next half hour and then well, tell everybody goodbye. Be, no, because this is what we're doing. Okay. Oh, we've, God. We've made our bed and now we must lie in it. Oh, no. We watched it. We're talking about okay. it. That <laughs> argument dissipates. I'm going to die. And. Shooter McGavin and the rest of the T-Birds are like, what's going on like with you and Paulette? And he says that he's helping her out with um, one of her diseases, which is nymphoidmania, which is nymphoidmania. Yeah, it's just weird that like he's so stupid. Because yeah, that- even if Danny Zuko is stupid, he's smart enough to not talk that much. Yeah, he'd just make a face and be like, are you, you're, yeah, hey, what are you talking about? He'd smoke and look cool. And then pull his, his uh, collar up. When in doubt, that's cool. try to look cool and smoke. Don't say yeah. something dumb. Yeah. That's, that's how you did it in the 50s and 60s. That's just, the Travolta yeah. way. You could always get yourself a few seconds, because if you needed a second to think about something, you could always light a cigarette. Or so you could them. sing, like they do in this movie. And they wait for the music to kick in. Yeah. They start singing, uh, and they start singing the, we're gonna score tonight. Tonight. That's It's literally a bowling it's song. It's a bunch of sexual innuendo and bowling, which I've never, ever once thought that bowling could be this sexy, but no. they definitely make it very sexy. And the other thing thing in this movie like we said in the beginning scene which maybe that's just the beginning of school so all the kids are going to sing about school in this scene the it starts out with the pink ladies and the t-birds are you know doing this musical everybody in the whole bowling alley joins in the old guys like in league bowling are like dancing along to it the fucking guy spraying the shoes is dancing along to it 
Everybody's yeah, these in are it. All like big numbers. They're big numbers. People are like throwing a ball down the lane and then like doing a like a somersault They're into spinning. the lane with yeah. like a big like you know Broadway fucking They're ta-da. racking the ball yeah. around you know eight times together and then like synchronized bowling. It's it was wild. Fucking bonkers. <laughs> it's crazy. They it's, were. Su- they're supposed to be cooler than everybody else, but they are just as conform conforming as everybody else, uh, except for Michelle Pfeiffer. She's wearing her Jim McMahon sunglasses indoors while oh, yeah. playing bowl, uh, playing bowling while bowling. Um, she's got like she's got like Oakley frog skins on, yeah, from like the fucking eighties, basically. We're like twenty minutes in, and now I'm trying to leave my body. Uh, non Travolta is arguing again with Michelle Pfeiffer, and Michelle Pfeiffer says that she's nobody's trophy, and um, she says that she's gonna. I think, I don't know, make out with the next guy that walks in and then she runs into the British guy and she makes out with him. Uh, Dolores, the littler one of the pink ladies, is the actual cool person. Um, she's giving the British guy like cool tips. She says, like, you got to have a cycle or be a biker's old lady. And I laughed because I was like, you got to have a cycle or have a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, it's a period joke. Oh, yeah. Just like what everybody thinks that ladies joke about. We do. Well, ladies a, have cycles. There's a lot of cycle talk in this movie. Tons of cycle. Too talk. much cycle. Um, back to school, uh, the T-Birds want to participate in the talent show. No, they do not. Uh, no, they, they, they go up to the bulletin board and they see like, oh, the talent show and they're like, oh, a hundred albums. Like, yeah. oh, oh we're going to win that. But yeah. they got to distri- they got to di- share it between the five of them. That's what I mean, they got, they got to share 25 albums a piece, I guess. And then I don't get what the fucking end game is there. And they got a bunch of albums. Like, yeah. who cares? And they were looking at it. They're like, oh, there's some crappy albums there too. Like, it's not even a hundred good albums. You don't get to pick a hundred albums and i have a problem what because the the prize is albums but we never see the albums and then the out al- like the way that they judge the talent show is they have the king and queen of the talent show so that's like the one thing. person from each fucking group like whatever you know outstanding female artist performance and then outstanding male artist group. performance and then it's like yeah so it's you know. a talent show where suppose uh, you would think the group wins the albums whoever yeah. the, whatever the winning talent is but instead at the end they go the king and queen of the talent show are and then pick a king yeah. and a queen for from two different groups and, also, and put them together. You're like, what is happening? Since the Pink Ladies are a, a, a subsidiary of the T-Birds, you yeah. think that they would be like, we should check to see if the girls will also be participating in the talent show. Because then do they not have to share the albums with the Pink Ladies Apparently as well? Apparently so. Because a win for the Pink Ladies is a win for the T-Birds. Uh, surely. I don't, I mean, you know, who knows if they look at it like that. I feel like maybe there's some friendly competition. Like well, they think that they own their jackets. So I think departmental they definitely a, a have company? to. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. We'd like to know a lot about your franchising opportunities. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, are, are you are you open to future franchises? <gasps> Ooh, Have you looked into we'll, the West? Can we Western buy United a franchise States? from you? Well, that's what I was getting at. We what are make, we talking about here? Maybe okay, we can. I would like mine to be called the Broads. Whatever you want to call yours is fine. I don't know. I'm going to have a bowling alley there, though, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We're going to score. Yeah, I got to be able to. <laughs> Have we gotten to the fucking reproduction? No, 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 uh, not, right. not yet. Um, the principal is yelling at people in the hallway like they do in Greece one. Except Except for she's not as terrifying. Um, uh, there's another dance number. The, they're doing like they're practicing for the talent show. The British guy Michael is playing the piano. We don't know anything about 
any of his skills. He just shows up and he's always in the background of every he's everywhere uh, thing. And um, I love whatever song he's playing. I love that Dolores says this song stink or what? I love her. <laughs> this song stink or what? Dolores is my best friend. She's uh, the young one, right? Yes. She's Colette's She's sister. Paulette's sister. Paulette's yeah. sister. Little sister, yeah. We have another musical number. They're doing I'll Be Your Girl for All Seasons. Um, that's all the pink ladies. That's what they're doing. The British guy is asking yes. Michelle Pfeiffer if she's free after school. And in a very 80s line fashion, she says, yeah, I'm free every day. It's in the Constitution. Blah. Yeah, but then doesn't no. go out. Never translates. Yeah, she says no, that... It, that Jesus. This is why nobody likes teenagers. God damn it. They always think that they're clever. The, uh, nothing is clever about this movie. No. Nothing. British man is very persistent about asking the fife out. Uh, so he says, how about tomorrow? She says, no, I can't. And then how about the day after tomorrow, et cetera. Um, then she's trying to get it through to him. Like, no, I'm not going to go out with you. And then she sings her own personal number. It was Cool Rider. So she's saying, like, yeah. look, I'm not going to go out with you unless you ride motorcycles. Yeah. Then she sang a song about... Cool. Again, the song that's neither 80s that was, nor 60s. It's none of these songs fit in either decade. That's what I don't get. I'm surprised that you didn't ask if that was Michelle Pfeiffer that we got her in because that was a really great impression. Of it was. It, well, she, thank you, Michelle. Thank you <laughs> we appreciate everything. Thank you. Thank you. You can very wash much. your hands. On she, uh, yeah, please. Uh, yeah, you, uh, thank you. She, it's really sweet of her to come all the way here just for that. I mean, honestly, she said you want me to sit in on the whole episode, and only we're like, for the cool, cool rider thing. Yeah, they and just want to leave. Pop up for cool rider and then take off. That's cool. Um, you know. She now, could be overbearing. So she does this whole thing, and then she just runs off into the campus, into the courtyard. She yeah. runs off into the courtyard singing Cool, Cool Rider, and nobody's like, what is she doing? Not only Why? singing, dancing. Yeah. She's fucking like, she's doing cool, like a, yeah. Cool, cool rider. Yeah, like, like an 80s video person would like dance around like like a Belinda Carlisle video yeah. basically she's doing this she take on me dances Thank you out again, the thing Michelle. yeah she dances right next to people who are just engaged in conversation yeah. they don't even look up to go no. who's this person singing loudly and dancing no. us by us they don't even care next scene one of the T-birds wants the British guy to do his homework uh, and then he says that he doesn't want to be seen in public with the British guy because it's not cool meanwhile he's standing next to him telling meanwhile, him this standing next to him in front of school and it's like when like, you hand me that when you hand me the homework though we got to do it secret i don't we i got a reputation to uphold and it's like you're standing next to him now you yeah. fucking dildo what are you talking about yes and also like don't worry about it because you're already participating in the talent show and you're <sighs> yeah. dancing at the bowling alley so nothing that you're doing is cool right now Another so it's homework. cool yeah um the kids that they're just <sighs> okay so now everybody's asking him to do the British guy to do their homework. So yeah. like, this guy would have no time to do anything because he's literally doing like six people's homework. He's doing everybody's homework. Yeah. He's doing all of the T-Birds homework and then he's doing because he's saving up money for a motorcycle. There you go. That's the point. So of he's this doing whole thing. all of the T-Birds homework, which is like that's four of them right there. That yeah. would take up a lot of time. Same penmanship, yeah. same voice. No, 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 no. He does different penmanship and like sometimes he gets ink all over it. Like he does like oh, he, that's he's right. dedicated yeah, he to his to, craft. Yeah, yeah he's a dedicated forger and it's the, the teachers never are like wow you guys all magically got a good vocabulary you can write academically it's really great that's when did awesome you get smart all yeah. of you yeah um so <laughs> bunch of mooks 
Now we're learning about the best. We're in science class and we're with the substitute teacher that took over the one that had mental exhaustion. We're learning about what the best type of time of the month is to conceive. We have a uterus and a um, pair of ovaries up on the board here, drawn in chalk. Yeah. And he's asking all the students what the te- when the best time to conceive is. And one of them says at night, obviously, oh. because gross. Um, This is about pollination, and now we have reproduction. Um, Nothing like a bunch of horned-up 40-year-olds pretending to be teenagers thrusting at each other. This is the thrustiest. They're just thrusting and singing. Reproduction! Reproduction. None of the songs are catchy, and this is one of them, where they really want it to be catchy, and it's really not catchy. It's just... No, it's very catchy. It's None of these songs stick in your head at all. Reproduction. No. Yeah. Reproduction sucks. I didn't say it was good. I just no. said it stuck in your head. It doesn't even rhyme most of the song. It's just fucking, no, it's embarrassing. it's really gross. And they're all like humping at each other, but the boys are on one side of the classroom and the girls are on the other side of the classroom. So the boys are really like humping on each other and they're, you know, but the girls are yeah. like squeezing their boobs together and like, come get some of this. And we'll then go, it's like, yeah. um, one of that, one of the words in there was like that they get their lustful dust for pollination. And I was like, oh. yeah. Yeah, well, what did that one chick say? She got up and said something real, like something about her stamen or some shit. I don't yeah. know, getting her stamen all stimulated or something. And I was it like, was, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? And the other no. guy was like, I got your pistol right here. And he was thrusting at her. Yeah. So like, what the, is happening? The dumb thing is, is for <laughs> Greece one, they had a lot of like kind of sexual innuendo, but you could, you could definitely tell. That they were teenagers because, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, what, you know, what happened at the beach, Danny? And he's like, nah, I'm not going to tell you about that. And then he's like, we got friendly down in the sand. Like he's being like a teenager kind of being, you know, like, oh, you know yeah. how it is. Like he's These guys cool. are like, I'm going to, I'm going to eat her asshole out. I'll tell you what. That's <laughs> a thing, you know, I swear to God, I'm going to grab him and fucking She's eat her asshole nymphoid. out. You know, yeah. I have no fucking idea what I'm going to do to her. <laughs> I got a giant dildo at home. I'm going to fucking ram it. They're like that. They're like disgusting old creeps. Yeah. I got to Take some Cialis yeah. before she I'm comes I'm going to pop a couple Viagra. I'm going to fuck it till she can't walk no more. You know what I'm saying? Yes. She's going to drag her out here on a fucking stretcher. That's what they're like. They're disgusting I'm gonna people. I'm going to stick my fingers in her and roll her down the alley. Oh, I'm going to get a strike. Look at that, <laughs> sweetheart. It's gross. I'm going to hit a turkey with that lady. Ugh. Yuck. Anyway, um, any, none of these songs make sense. I am continuing my journey to leave my body. Uh, the students at Rydell used to be terrified of all the teachers, uh, including, but not limited to, Sid Caesar. Um, anybody. Anyone. They didn't want anybody to be mad at them. I mean, Blanche, too. Even the bad kids were like, oh, you know, the whole point was to be like all phony yeah, to the teachers the and then go do a bunch of bad shit. The Tucci guy was like, yes, yes, Mrs. So-and-so. Yeah, like, yes, like, you know. Yeah, th- these guy, people are all just like, I don't know, fuck you. And, and, then, Z- yeah, and then Zuko's like, oh, yeah, you were real tough. You really showed her. And they're like, you know, it's like, shut up. Like, you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're making they're actually, fun of each other they're like 40. teenagers. They're 40, but they're acting like teenagers. Yeah, yeah. James and I were talking about how cool it was. It must have been for Rizzo. So we looked it up. Rizzo was, I think, 14 or 15 yeah. in 1959. Soccer Chan, the actual. Yeah, Soccer Channing was, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, she was 15. Would have been 15 when in 1959. So when you're 15, you think that 18 year old girls are fucking cool. And yeah. then when you get to be 18, you're like, I'm still not that cool. So when she's 35, she got to basically play her high school self. Yeah. What as she her high like wanted, self. like what yeah. she saw was like the Which cool is girl. Like, I, yeah, thought that I thought that was, that was really yeah, awesome. It's kind of cool. And that's why she actually was kind of good at it, too. Yeah. 
She's just good at uh, in everything. But the um, British man saves up a lot of money doing homework for everyone. He buys a motorcycle. We have no idea how long he has been saving. Um, no, if it's time a short amount of time, a, then it, he might be overcharging. I think so. But they're so stupid at this school, it doesn't even matter. Well, yeah, they're they're impressed that he knows like just English words. They're like, oh, wow, oh. he gets so smart. Yeah, because she said, like, he, you know, at one point he's rewriting Michelle Pfeiffer's essay and he's like, oh, tormented by this incestuous relationship. And she's like, ah, I can't wait for my teacher to read that. And yeah, like, oh, oh my you God. Mean, yeah. What a, it's a regular sentence. It's it wasn't not a big deal. Right. Oh my, look at you. What are you, the queen of England? Yeah. We are never not hearing musical numbers at no. this point. Uh, whenever there is not a school-wide performed number, we are definitely in the talent show. So <sighs> we're watching everybody rehearse for the talent show. Uh, uh, um, oh all, of the, all of the female adults, like the teachers in this movie, are sexually predatory on the students, like on the male students. Yeah, every They're single all, one like, Blanche is always, like, just drooling over the T-Birds. Just drooling. They're fucking so weird. Um, and then, so one of them are these three guys, and they are a, a good little acapella group, and they're singing Mr. Sandman. Uh, okay, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but not also not really. I don't know <laughs> what lyrics I thought was in Mr. Sandman, but oh. when they said, like, please turn on your magic beam... And, you know, please turn on your magic beam. Yes. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Or send me a dream, I'm sorry. Whatever. I don't know why I thought it was please turn on your magic beans. <laughs> well. <laughs> but I definitely like, did, and I like There's it been magic beans in the past. <laughs> How many magic beams have you seen? <laughs> I've heard more magic bean stories than magic beam stories, so you know what? That makes sense. Please turn You're on fine. Your magic <laughs> You're fine. I don't know why. I like my song better. Uh, Craterface is outside the bowling alley, and he probably has to be at work in the morning, so it doesn't seem wise. Um, all the T-Birds are playing, like, arcade games at the bowling alley, <laughs> which kind of seems like a younger teenage thing to do, like maybe 14, 15, but it seems yeah. like when I was 18, it I would do anything possible to get away from, like, little kid stuff. Yeah, when you're when you're 17, you wouldn't drive to a place with arcade games yeah. to play them and then drive away. That's yeah. no, you get dropped when, off by your parents at a place like that. Yeah, like the Stranger up. Things. You ride your kids. bike there. Yeah. They're like you know, 11, 12, and the Stranger Things kids are like, That's, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go play the arcade. I was thinking when I did that, and it was definitely not after I had you know mobility. Once yeah. I had fucking an automobile there, I was definitely not going to the arcade at that point. Uh, the T-Birds go outside to confront uh, Craterface and the rest of his bike gang, uh, and they prove once and for all that you can't bring a comb to a bike fight. <laughs> um, they, like, you know, they're getting, like, a cigarette ready, and they're combing their <clears throat> uh, hair back, and they're doing the the little thing oh, with the curling the hair, yeah. and whatever. Like they're about to sing Grease Lightning. But, yeah. of course, they're not. No, they're going to go sing Cool, Cool Rider. Um, a mystery man... Oh, no, they're going to sing Who's That Guy. We know that. Yeah. A mystery man on a motorcycle pulls up and kicks Craterface off of the bike. Um, we have another musical number where we're saying, Who's That Guy? It sounds like Witchy Who's Woman yeah. by yeah, the yeah, Eagles. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly what the fuck the music is. Every song in this movie is sort of derivative yep. of like one of them sounds like a Steely Dan song. Yep. It's fucking weird. I don't yeah. know why they're doing that, but he's driving like towards Crater Face and the gang. So he falls off of a motorcycle kind of like at first when he's 
trying it, and Frenchie's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" But now he's he can't like ride a, four feet. He now fucking, he's like a motorcycle expert. He's evil Knievel. He's leaping yeah. things like he's you know yeah. jumping shit. Yeah. He's like a, a stunt rider now. Yeah, he's a stunt rider, and um, so. Okay, the t- the pink ladies are now using this as an opportunity because they're all like, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer is really lusting after this mystery guy, but everybody's kind of like, whoa, like, who is this guy? And um, so the the pink ladies are like, listen, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, there's there's a lot of people, there's, there's a lot of talks going on. They're questioning your loyalty to the T-Bird. Code says that we're T-Bird's chicks. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, we have to go out with the T-Bird's. Pick and, a T-Bird and bang them. Yeah, and Michelle Pfeiffer says, you know, maybe I'm tired of being somebody's chick. Okay, I mean, it's a valid sure, point. Fife. But whatever you got to do. Do it up. Um, so now we understand that there's a little bit of internal <laughs> turmoil for the Fife's. She's just, you know, maybe this is not what she wants to do with herself or her... I mean, maybe not, but I, fuck, it's like the end of your I never, who cares? There was never any talk of code in the first one. No, there was, it was no talk like, of code. Like Rizzo, I never felt like, was like, oh, I'm just so sick and tired of being a pink lady. Like she was no. just like, the pink lady was um, an attitude. It was a... Uh, and they were happy to be pink ladies. And yeah, they, they were like, I don't know if pink. Sandy's good enough to be a pink lady. She's too you know? pure to be pink. Like yeah. you, it, was a, it was a badge of honor to be a, a That's pink the other, lady. That's the pink ladies were kind of like, in the first first one and we read about in the play yeah the the pink ladies were supposed to be like tough chicks they were supposed to be like chicks who like carried knives and like fucked in the back seats of cars and like you know were like tough and cool and badass not like pussies that hang out at a bowling alley and fucking talk to shooter mcgavin and yeah they're having slumber parties at each other's houses and they're fucking crawling out of the yeah they're drinking wine and sneaking out yeah yeah. they're writing letters to everybody piercing each other's ears yeah yeah they were getting up to some shenanigans and it's just like these ones are like oh i gotta do my shakespeare essay it's like who cares you help me with my shakespeare essay huh um, so now the British guy is talking to Frenchie in the chemistry lab and he says like, you know, next time I see Michelle Pfeiffer, I'm going to tell her that it was me. Um, the pink ladies were actually kind of rude to Frenchie and making fun of her. Meanwhile, uh, Frenchie ran so that these bitches could bowl. Okay. That's what I'm saying. She was the original pink lady and she should absolutely flex on these hoes and be she like, should. I don't care about you or your problems. I hope you all flunk English. I'll call Rizzo. She's 40. She'll come over here and bitch slap every one of you. Yeah. And she'll put out a cigarette on you. She knows like, all of your moms. Yeah. So don't think she won't and tell your dads. on you. She's and your absolutely going to fuck your dad. She has blown all of your dads except for yours. He's. He's in, you know, he's yeah. been in prison for a while, so <laughs> wow. she hasn't had the chance. This is very sad. These children have very sad lives. So. Um, but no, like it just didn't make any sense to me because the grades thing was weird. At the end of the year, the T-Birds in the first one were like, how, fuck, we have to take summer school. Like yeah. they, were, they were never paying attention to the what accumulated of all of their grades. They were like, are you kidding me? Like, I have to take summer school. Like, <laughs> I only didn't do anything all year. Now, and what? then now I've got to take summer school. Like, yeah. that's how cool they were. Is that they were like, I don't even care about like what's happening on the day to day. No. And now and these then now guys it's all are caught up to me. Fucking they're not, they don't give a shit. They're all uh, 
they're, they're, I need to get my grades up. Yeah. My God. And one of the T-Birds brings one of the pink ladies down to a nuclear bomb shelter, uh, a nuclear, what did he say? say a Nuc- nucleoid, I think he said. Nucleoid. Yeah. Nucleoid. She was like, it's nuclear. And he's like, whatever, nucleoid, nuclear. It's a nucleoid fallout shelter. I'm going to so show weird. you around in here. And he takes her in there. And oh, by the way, I'd be so claustrophobic in there. I'd be like, yeah, this is cool. Why did you shut the door? And it's then- a corrugated metal shed, by the way. Way. That's all it is. He also like so, some nuclear fallout protection. I don't know why she thinks that she can open the door because like he shuts it, and then like why didn't she just try to open it immediately afterwards? Well, they were looking around, and then they cranked Whatever. up the air raid siren. It, yeah, that's gross. This yeah. whole scene was very rapey. So he brings her down to the nuclear fallout shelter. His friends are outside, and they have that it's like not, alarm thing. Okay. Well, I no, no, no. Agree. They gotta try. You gotta. No, no, no. And I agree with that. But I just think it's weird to try it, to trick her into having. Sex I agree, with but if you come up with an entire musical number, I feel like that your intentions are very well oh. stated at that point. You're not. You're not. Um, <laughs> there's no surprise there. It's all I meant. I'm not saying it's not rapey. I'm saying this is another one of James's weird rules. <laughs> yeah. If you are given the class ring, you are guaranteed boob. Well, in 1959, that was the transaction. When? I wasn't saying Where that now. Where is that rule written down? In 1959, Nowhere. if I say, here's my class ring, and you go, I accept it, you're going, please feel my boob now. No, that was that's the, not what I would say the, at all. It was a transaction back then, I'm saying. It wasn't like you were allowed to feel people's boobs be... against their will. The fact that she took the ring means that she wants you to touch her boob in okay. 1959. Listen. Not now, and maybe not in 1960, but in 1959. I would I would be murdered if I was <laughs> in the 50s. <laughs> I would be yeah. dead because they'd be like, wow, she's real mouthy. Doesn't like to do anything. <laughs> okay. So anyway, there they have this whole number, the most romantic song of our life te- of our lifetime. Let's do it for our country. Uh, and then he <sighs> says, the, so bad. let's do it for our country. I don't even know how red, it goes. The red, white, and the blue. If they James- never say that, even though that would rhyme with things. The whole time I'm like, say red, white, and blue. And they never say it. They always say our country wants us to or some shit. But this, it's so not catchy, I can't even get the tune. Okay. That's how bad it is. If James were to say to me that we're doing it for the Statue of Liberty, Sharon, I would have, I guess you'd have to. I guess so. If you're like, oh, we're doing it for the Statue yeah. of Liberty. And the Grand Canyon, she says, which I don't know oh, why the course. Grand Canyon would care who you fuck. But okay. Bunker sex has been thwarted because she he's like, OK, cool. Like, let's you know, we're going to do this for our country. They're about to, yeah. She gets up and she's like, OK, I'm ready to go. Like she like wants to fight. She wants to go. Yeah, she wants to go. Yeah, she wants to go fight the Russians rather than bang him. Which is, I mean, I guess that was a good ad for the military because he, she was yeah. like, okay, cool, like let's go. I'm ready to be a nurse. I'm ready to, you know, serve. Yeah. Some, I'm ready to serve my country. This feels like it wanted to be like a bit of Porky's too. Like I yeah. feel like I feel like it's like. Yep, I if, see that because there's a big difference between 1977 and 1982. Like a huge mm-hmm. fucking yeah, difference huge. in the in the United States. It's so different from then to then. And yep. I feel like by the time 82 came around and this movie came out, that's what was popular at that time was Porky's yeah. and like shit like that. And like that uh, kind of teen, teen silliness, sexually charged romp kind of a thing. And I think they tried to add elements to it and make yeah. it. But then it feels like an 80s movie when you do that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like so. They fucked it all up. They fucked it up. It's um, neither fish nor fowl, I would say, of this movie. No. 
Uh, the Fife's is at work. She works at like a mechanic shop it's or something dad's. like that. It's her dad's. Um, she has absolutely just terrible multitasking skills. She's in the middle of taking payment from one guy, owes him change. But some guy's like, hey, can you wash my windshield? And she's like, okay. And then the guy's like, hey, where's my change? And then somebody else wants a map. And then the fucking British guy shows up on his fucking motorcycle and then gets her to abandon her post. <laughs> and then she's doing some unsafe maneuvers, and then the you know her dad's she, yeah. like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And meanwhile, she's like spinning around on the fucking motorcycle. Oh, like, yeah, they're driving. The front. They're driving fifty down the road, and he's she's behind him on the motorcycle, and she swings around to straddle him while he's driving fifty miles an hour on a fucking motorcycle. It's like, do you know how weight distribution works and shit? If yeah. one little tip, and he's gonna fall over, and you're both gonna die, especially because well, no, you have no helmet. She on. does want a cool, cool, cool rider, and oh, yeah. Well, she's going to have to be she's going to have a cool, 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 cool road rash. rash. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's got. Cool, 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 cool fucking fractured skull in a minute. because She's got no helmet on and she's trying to cool, mount a guy as she drives. Cool, cool cast on. Cool, cool. <laughs> Halo cast. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. OK, so um, the British guy uh, is spending the evening uh, the day really making out with the fifes. Uh, the T-Birds show up at her work when she is getting dropped off by the British guy. Um, there's a huge argument where Non Travolta says to the Fifes that no chick of his is going to be involved with any other creep except for him. Paulette is justifiably upset. Yeah, she's like, I'm she's not like, your chick. What's going on? Yeah. Let's talk about who belongs to who here, you know, because as far as I'm concerned, you've... We have been. I thought we know, were together. We, we have been exclusive. We have been whatever. And here yeah. you are saying this. So all the other gals are mad um, in defense of their friend, which good for them. I was like, all right, pink ladies, here we go. Uh, and uh, so now the boys are all, I guess, frustrated, and they're singing a song about their sexual frustration. Um, and they're like, let's all go. I think it's called Prowling, this song. And they're like, let's go find a place where we're going to score. And oh, I was like, oh, no, right. please don't go back to the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they said that they can score at the grocery store, which I was like, excuse you. But they don't go anywhere to score. They sing a song about let's In going the to the score. But it turns into a stage show. At one point. And they're practicing for the talent show. Yeah, it transitions right from let's go to a place where we can score and they sing a song about that and then they're in a parking lot and then it cuts to them like on a stage singing Mm -hmm. it where he's got like an old timey Nat King Cole fucking microphone in the front and the other three are like his guys in the background and then they're at school practicing for the talent show and there's no talk of what the fuck is going on. Yeah. This isn't like in real world. This is like an acid trip. Leave everybody alone at the grocery store. That too. We're just trying to get our groceries and get out of here. There's business to be done there. We're visiting the food. They're the perfect friends there at the grocery store. They're always very busy. So just leave everybody alone. Don't try to... Holy Pray fuck. on the grocery store people. Yeah, I don't know what... The, oh, Jesus Christ. But uh, They all have girlfriends, though, so I don't understand what they're mad yeah. about. They're like, let's go find a place where we can score. It's like, well, maybe if you weren't such a, a shitbag, you yeah. guys all have girlfriends. You guys... Maybe you could score with them. Yeah, and also the other girls weren't mad at you guys. They were mad at non-Travolta, so it's like, I don't know what Shooter McGavin's doing. Yeah, I, I, that's he the thing. Could, it, they're not mad at... She's not mad at Shooter McGavin. Yeah, and how come the one guy doesn't even have his own bike? He has a sidecar on oh, Shooter McGavin's. I felt so bad for Davey. Yeah, Davey's a problem. He's man. a sad. He's like he's like Sean Astin, and fuck, that's kind of yeah. like the, he's he looks like Sean Astin even. Come on, guys. Yeah, come on, guys. Um, Fife's got a bad grade on her paper, and this is where uh, she has to rewrite her essay. Um, so she goes to a diner. Oh, the British guy talks her into like, hey, listen, like I'll be your tutor. 
And so they go to the diner, which is where you think that they would be fucking going anyway. Um, she orders a hamburger. She's very upset because there's no ketchup on it, even though she asked for it. There's probably ketchup on your table, Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, there was. It's totally fine. You're going to be okay. She just asked him to pass it, and then she had ketchup. I know. So you're you're okay because she's like immediately acting like a forty year old woman. She's like, "There's no ketchup on this," and it's like, "Well, okay, but you can now you can put your own ketchup." It's fine. She's like, it's "They still- never put ketchup on, even when you ask for it. They don't put it yeah. on." And um, so this guy is absolutely smitten over Michelle Pfeiffer um, because, and even though he's, she says in one of her lines on her essay, which is a, a very 80s thing to say, um, Hamlet went totally nuts on his mom after he found out she screwed his uncle. Yeah. And he says that you should say perhaps, you know, Hamlet was tormented. Yeah, this is what you're talking the about. the incestuous yeah. relationship and whatever. And she is just like, oh, you know, whatever. And then he's like, oh, I'll, oh, have, so a, I'll, hamber- I'll have a hamburger with ketchup. She's like, double the ketchup. Gross. Yeah, double ketchup. And I'm like, yeah. why? You don't, if the food is good, you don't need to put ketchup on well, it. I've never had a hamburger that was good enough to not put ketchup on, but. I've had many hamburgers you, that were good enough to not have ketchup on it. You just don't really like ketchup. That's why. No. I like well, ketchup. Ke- it's good. It's good on a hamburger. I like ketchup and mustard and pickles. It's excellent. Deep That's breaths, what I want. Sarah, deep breaths. Deep breaths because ketchup on a hamburger? Michelle Pfeiffer tells the British guy. <laughs> yeah, that's super weird, guys. Outside that the hey, everybody, can only you're go freaks. out with the pink ladies. Freaks. You put ketchup on a hamburger, you freaks. What's wrong with you? Shh. You We're lousy in the middle fucks. of this. <laughs> that she, Michelle You're Pfeiffer, the freak. I'm not the freak. Yes, you are. No. Freak. Freak. This is not nice. <laughs> You're no longer in the pink ladies. No, I am exclusively I'm in the pink ladies. Take her jacket. You're not in the pink ladies. That's it. Take her jacket, somebody. Okay. Pfeiffer, Michelle. get back in here. Michelle? Come back, Michelle. Take her jacket from her. Are you ready to continue to talk about this? No, that's okay. why I keep saying stuff because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Michelle Pfeiffer uh, is outside because the British guy keeps trying to ask her out. And so she says that, you know, T-Birds can only go out with pink ladies. Like, I'm sorry, I can't go out with you. Even though I very clearly have broken up with non-Travolta. Like, I, you know, I can't go out with you until graduation. Um, so anyway, uh, then non-Travolta and Shooter McGavin show up and non-Travolta officially breaks up with the Fifes and he says that she has to turn in her pink ladies jacket because that's T-Bird's property. That's where we get the No, we have a lot of franchise. questions about the franchising yeah. and all that stuff. So, you that's, know, yeah, somebody think... who knows anything about that, please let us know. If you're anywhere in the corporate structure, possibly, you know, how yeah. they're set up. Or uh, even if you know. were an ex-member of the corporate structure of the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies. Yeah, it's anonymity is fine. You can yeah, speak just, under whatever. Just send us a message. It's I okay. would like to know how it works. How come all of the T-Birds are dumb here? Because Danny Zuko... Um, Sorry, they're like super dumb because he's like, you know, did the nerd get the girl? And uh, and and then, you know, Shooter McGavin's like, why? What happened? I thought you I thought she broke up with you. And he's like, no, versa visa. Like, yeah, there's there's uh, everybody's like 45 year old dad that doesn't know like what he's saying. Hey, I don't know what to say. Yeah, they're all (laughs) mental stration. Yeah, they all have. It's all like it's all like just a bad joke. Like, oh, what's a word he could any word that's over two syllables? They're going to screw it up in in a comical quote unquote way. Versa Vice. was almost said like irregardless. Yeah. Irregardless. Like, you know, it's like a made up word. And like, but they're they say very passionately. Yeah, he hit it real hard. That's why it wasn't like they hit it real hard to go. Look how dumb I am. Yeah, because if as long as you say it with passion and excitement, I suppose, you know, people will be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, 
But I mean, he could have. I love that. He could have acted like he really believed that yeah. by selling it correctly. But this guy's wrong. What's his name? Is a fucking. What's the fuck? What is his idiot's McGavin? name? No, the, it's like Christopher McDonald or something like that. No, no, no the main guy, Dan, Danny Zuko, want to be what Adrian the hell? Adrian Zemet. He. Thank you. I couldn't. I don't know why his name was escaping for me. And he's like five foot five. He is fucking terrible as an actor. He's a oh, bad yeah. actor. That's the other thing. He is five foot five. No offense, short guys, but if you're gonna make like the cool leader of the you know cool attractive pack. guys pack he probably shouldn't be 5'5 five, five. maybe make well, him fucking 5'9 like, Kaneki was taller than Danny Zuko which yeah, is fine but Danny Zuko but, like, wasn't Danny short Zuki ha- Zuki. Zuko had the personality to. and like, he wasn't short he's, yeah, he's, he's like 5'10 like yeah. he's fine you know that's... Where he has a taller personality yeah, Adrian yeah. Zemet doesn't have a taller personality no he's, he's like very... this little tiny guy yeah. who's like hey guys listen man like, we have a British guy solo song um, now everybody's asking for homework help from the British guy. I mean, he's going to be—he's going to not even have time to do his own homework. No, um, but he will be raking in the dough, so that's good. But he's got his motorcycle. He's already jumping fucking cars and shit. What does he need more money yeah, for he now? Did jump a cop car. Yeah, he jumped a cop um, car after he f- fucking made Crater Face's gang look silly. Not even yet. So now we're at the talent show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, so yeah. um, the British guy says to uh, Michelle Pfeiffer that if she wants to see him again, he'll see her like on Friday at the talent show. And she's like, talent show? Yeah, how does he know? It's like, yeah, he goes to your school. Like, that's what that means. It's not even like, yeah, like no, and she's no. like, how does he know? And it's yeah. like, because he goes to your school. That's how. He knows you're stupid. Move yeah. on. I would be like, oh, I wonder what person I've run into at school. Yeah. Who could this be? Hmm. And also it's a mystery person. And you're like, well, I feel like I would recognize that person. Oh, yeah. We do have a new guy from England. It's probably him. Might be him. You know, um, I think this is the end of the year talent show. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer looking like she's auditioning for Bananarama for her talent show outfit. Completely. Yeah. Um, we have a car chase here and they're, you know, they're. The T-Birds are chasing after the motorcycle, the British guy. Yeah, the the, the T-Birds are chasing, the mo- motorcycles of the T-Birds are chasing the motorcycle of the British guy. Yeah. And then the pink ladies are following behind in their car. In their car. And they're all like, I, I did love this line. Um, one of the girls says, we're going to die and I'm wearing my mother's underwear. I was like, ew, that's <laughs> gross. Yeah, why are you wearing I mean, I know underwear? it's not going to be like a used underwear, but still, still, I'm not going to go into my mom's drawer and be like, what's up? Let I'll me borrow some of your underwear. Yeah. yeah, that's creepy. Um, they go on this one road called Dead Man's Curve, and I had hoped that this was going to be like, you know, we're going to do this motorcycle race, and there's Dead Man's Curve. Like, I thought that no. Dead Man's Curve would be like Thunder Road, but it's it's like you just get introduced to this deadly curve, and you're like, oh my God. And then he just um, jumps it. So he jumps it. Uh, everybody thinks that the mystery man is dead. Oh, it's like 100 feet. There's no way he made it. And... I wanted him to be dead at this part of the movie. I would have loved I for him to, to be, be dead. dead. I would have loved for like an ambulance to show up and wheel him away. But everybody just looks around like, okay, he's probably dead. It's fine. We're going to be late. We have to get to the talent show. That's what they're like. I mean, and people honest, die every day and they just and, left. Yeah. And we're, you know, we chased him to his death. So that's not a problem. But like Michelle Pfeiffer is the only person who's acting like kind of normal because she kind of leaves her body for a second and she's acting like, yeah. holy shit, like we just watched somebody die, I think. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But everybody else is like doing the performance of their life. 
Oh, because the adrenaline from that had to make stage fright seem like nothing. Yeah, they were arguing about their stage outfits yeah. and shit rather yeah. than, hey, we just killed a man. Yeah. Like, that that doesn't come up at all. Did Never. you ever do the talent show? Fuck no. Does it look like I... Per- no, I didn't participate in anything. I'm not... Per- I was in the school participant. I hosted a talent show. I spent the minimal amount of time in school that was fucking federally required of me. You're a cool, cool writer, aren't you? Mm, I guess maybe. I was just a not-want-to-be-there guy. I emceed the talent show. Oh. Wow. Yeah, no, I wasn't doing that. Because then that way I didn't have to do much. And I actually, I crushed it. Good, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I did nothing. I don't mean to brag. I did. I had some like really good, like one liners. I did great. <laughs> nice work. Just letting you guys know. In I case you're really... looking for somebody for like, in a, case you'd like for me a to bar host... mitzvah MC or yeah, something. Yeah, if you want me to She's host her... your next talent show or anything like that, like I am available. She'll do it. Yeah. And she'll I'll do a great job. She will. I'll do she'll a great job. Knock it out of the park. Yeah, I can give you some references. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Not Travolta gets upset with Paulette's outfit. It's none of his business. She is going to be summer, so she can look. She looked beautiful. She had an outfit on. I mean, her vagina was not out. Oh, who cares? She kind of. She had like a sweetheart. I think that's a sweetheart neckline, but like it was a strapless uh, outfit. She looked great. I don't care if she was nude and projecting her butthole onto the back wall of the fucking theater at this point. I don't care. Well, maybe. Fuck um, all of these people. So she's upset and she's like, you know, guess what, buddy boy, I'll do, I'll wear whatever I want. I'll do whatever I want. You're not going to fucking boss anybody around anymore. Like, and especially not me. And you're like, wow, yeah, um, non Travolta is a very toxic partner. Um, he seems he's a to bad be, friend. He's just he's not a, a good guy. He's a bad friend. Um, and he's like still controlling Michelle Pfeiffer, even and not respecting her boundaries, even though she clearly said like from the beginning of the school year, we're not dating anymore. Like, no, I don't want to date you anymore. And he's yeah. just like, no, well, either you're going to be with me or you're going to be with nobody. And it's like, that's not really the attitude to have. It's okay. Handle rejection. <laughs> it's all good. Handle and rejection. And also, you have Paulette, who is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and she likes you. What the hell? Yeah, she's enthusiastic. Like, I don't know what the problem is. He says he's banging her. So, I mean, yeah. what are we talking about? Yeah, here? it's not even like you have to, you know, you're not yeah. like, oh, I'm trying to seal the deal. Like, you're already yeah, you're, you're signed, sealed, delivered, my man. Down like, you're here. doing great. Um, the T-Birds tied up their competition, the acapella guys in the showers, and they turned the water on, but like they tied them together and they can still walk. Oh, they so, just tied them around their, their arms and then stuck them in front of the showers and the guy stood there, oh God, we can't get away. Meanwhile, they could just use their legs and walk. Yeah, but, nothing about this bullying tactic makes any sense. No. Uh, the T-Birds are also helping out with, and they were like, we stink at singing, but their performance was actually pretty good and it was upsetting. Yeah, they, they were fine. Much like you can go from never being on a motorcycle cycle to doing fucking jumping a canyon on it in the next breath a month later you can go from no musical talent to having a a, a serviceable acapella group yeah, in fucking you might as well be the four seasons two weeks basically yeah. one practice frankie valley that yeah, yeah practically frankie valley um the t-birds help out the pink ladies with their performance they're doing like they're opening up the door to introduce each of the girls of all seasons uh the fifes is not singing her portion of the song she is uh winter so She's, she's Christmas. Like zoning. She's December. She's got ornaments hanging off her shirt. She's and got shit. ornaments. This is a very festive outfit, and I want to get it. Um, usually, James and I host Christmas Eve. Probably not this year, um, but no. I will still wear the outfit whether or not we have thirty guests or not. Um, but I want this outfit for Christmas. Is essentially what I want. Um, so if anybody sees it, like on eBay, as long as it's not a lot of money, yeah, it'd be great. We want. We would like to have. Um, it. <laughs> We're going to get that. So she's not singing her portion it. of the song. She's got like a little PTSD. It seems like she's seen some action in the war. And uh, then. 
And then she starts singing her own improv song instead of A Girl for All Seasons. Yeah, she's and- supposed to be fucking winter, throwing down her winter. Yeah. They, we sang, you know, spring, fall, summer and fall, yeah. and now she sings about some Now guy. she's singing about... Um, the winter of our discontent, where the British, the mystery man is dead. Uh, heaven has a motorcycle. Um, the motorcycle mystery guy has a silver suit on, and he's oh my like, God. "Don't worry about me. You know I'm fine." And it, she's like crying. And the set looks like a. It looks like a bad early '80s music video yeah. where, like, it looks like they're in a junkyard where they've covered everything in silver spray paint and, and white, dust yeah, and yeah. like dust and dirt. And they're like, and there's like smoke, and they're she's like, <gasps> she's like running to him from across the junkyard Damn. with and like through the smoke as he like takes his bicycle, his motorcycle. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This reminded on? me of that Rem Lazar song, the way That's, that it was. It really is. That's yeah. exactly what it's like. It's like it's as trippy as fucking Rem Lazar. If you've yeah. seen, if you know what Google that Rem is, Google Rem Lazar. Google Rem Lazar, and you'll R-E-M-L-A-Z-A-R. go, whoa. L a z a r. L e z a r. Oh, L e Lazar. I oh, Lazar. Okay, it doesn't matter. One of you'll get Go, what the fuck is that? This I could only. That's what it's like. <laughs> the joy that I get from this boy. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the songs are better Whoa. than in Greece too. Um, okay. They really are. At least they make sense to this yeah. fucking story. Okay, so this scene kind of reminded me of Frankie Avalon singing "Beauty School Dropout." So because everything is like white and it's like magical and there's yeah. like angels and like little like you know hair dryer things and like whatever yeah 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 so she has on like a toga outfit type thing and then he's got this like silver jumpsuit on and he's got goggles and he's got a silver you know whatever and then like the motorcycle whatever heaven has a motorcycle according to michelle pfeiffer and she's in like a medieval outfit almost she has like a like a it looks it looks very much like helen of troy yeah like like a low cut like what a what a what a victor like a medieval woman would wear to bed at night that's what it looks like she's wearing yes and it's so strange she's running through the smoke i don't know yeah um so then at the end of the show because she's still in her christmas outfit singing about like you're dead and i love you and what am i supposed to do and like basically she's saying like the whole song is you know we chased you and i watched you die and everybody stands up and sort of killed you Everybody stands up and cheers. Standing up. And they're up. like, we, uh, did she say that they murdered somebody? Shit, fuck it. Standing up. <laughs> She's crying. So there's good, that's good. Way to go. Um, so then we find out that the, um, that Michelle Pfeiffer won, uh, best female performance and non Travolta won best male performance. Yeah, rather than a talent show being, yep. which be- the act, best are, act was. Those are not the rules the of window. the talent show. Um, oh. it, this is a group win if, uh, you know, if it's like the girls of all seasons because, and I felt really bad because the other girl that that, like coordinated everything. The one oh, with, it was like, her. The, it was her. That was her. This is her show. That was her fucking yeah. piece there, and it was well done. It the really costuming was. was great. I love the Fife's set design. Came in and improved a song at the end. Which... Didn't even give two flying fucks about no. it, and then she just fucking gets. I was like, ugh, and then acted ungrateful for the opportunity. Yeah, she sat there all bummed out because her yeah. boyfriend died. Yeah, so, ugh, <laughs> dumb whiner. Like, I was like, listen, that lady fucking choreographed the whole thing. She designed the whole thing. Like, fuck you. Yeah, give her the fucking. All of this accolades. To be king and queen of the luau. King and queen of the luau. So they're having an end of the year luau for everybody, where it seems very unsafe. There is a pool uh, that has fire in the middle of it. Of the pool, and all the children are doing a choreographed number. 
Were they all thrust? Luau, 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 and they're like thrusting and saying weren't luau you, a lot. Weren't you? Um, it was like rock, rock and roll, a hula luau. Yeah, or like some that. bullshit. But weren't like you that. waiting for like the boys to call it the T birds to call it like a come on, I want to lay ya. That's or what, something. yeah, because that's that's the that level of the, cheesiness in this movie. That's is the like joke that you would expect. Weird sexual, that, yeah. um, whatever. Michelle Pfeiffer and Non Travolta are being carried by a bunch of dudes into the pool. Like they have, I don't know what that's called. Um, they, like they're like being carried on the shoulders. Yeah, I just like, only know that they did that in uh, wrestling. In wrestling, in they bring the king to the moon. Uh, Royal Rumble, they bring Haku out yeah. and they have all the jobbers <laughs> carrying him, all the Paul yeah. bears. It's yeah, basically yeah. You're up on the up on the tr- you know yeah. the platform. I don't on know what that's called, but that's you whatever. guys know what I'm talking. They're about. being carried out yeah. there by a bunch of shirtless teenagers, and they have a bunch of um, uh, luau clothes on. They uh, they're just like wearing these outfits, which is. They really, all have Hawaiian outfits. They on. all have Hawaiian outfits on. They all have hula skirts. They all have lace. Dudes are wearing sarongs and Dudes shit. Dudes are wearing sarongs, and it just seems like this is a really weird. Like they're all practicing for the talent show, and then now they all have to like know the luau number. They all have to know the luau number so they can s- support the king and queen of yeah. the luau and bring them to the fire it pool. It seems more like this, like a high school. It seems more like this should be like an island. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you missed this part too. There's a, like there's a cultural. Oh, at this high yeah, school. it doesn't seem to make sense for this high yeah. school. They brought them in on this big wooden platform, Michelle mm-hmm. Pfeiffer and fucking Danny Zuko light there. They yeah. bring them Diet in on this Zuko. Diet Zuko. They bring them. <laughs> they bring them in. Uh, they bring in uh, Zuko with with Splenda, and they fucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they're on a giant wooden platform, is what they bring mm-hmm. them in like a giant like double throne almost, but they're facing each other. Yeah, with like bamboo. And they place them into the water that is full of fire. But the no 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 because it was on fire yeah and then it then it's just magically out oh okay I was like the middle of that pool if they drift a little bit that thing's going no, no, up no. in flames and they're gonna die that's what I was like I saw the thing and then they're like we're gonna bring them into the eternity pool and I'm like oh boy eternity yeah. pool I'm like oh are they gonna, gonna die sacrifice? there that's why <laughs> you're gonna die tonight that's why it's yeah. eternity bitches you're gonna be dead for all seasons <laughs> okay so anyway um. Craterface and the crew shows up on their motorcycles and they trash the school luau, which is a ballsy move because they are adults. They, they could go to prison for they this. They burst through the fucking through the full speed on their motorcycles through the fences with their. They have like these. It's like in somebody's yard. Yeah, they bust then, right through the wooden fences right into these people's yards. And like then all these children have to all these teenagers have to scatter and like jump and like take oh, cover yeah. and they're just like terrorizing everybody the, on these motorcycles tearing it up yeah they are like it's dangerous but they're not seniors in high school anymore so they're not going to be like oh boys will be boys like no you're yeah. grown men now like just because yeah, you're mad at the t-birds don't take it out on nothing. the luau um <laughs> don't take it out on the luau we're trying to have a luau here sir so what i don't even remember british how guy, they thwart oh, british guy right. is back he's, oh he's, he yeah, comes he's not jumping dead and hey. he's an expert biker um and this is where I thought maybe that this is just his natural God-given talent. Um, he just like you know picks it up. Uh, maybe I mean maybe like, he I mean, didn't he know just, it yet. You know then so he like fights. Hakeem Olajuwon didn't start playing basketball till you know he was eighteen. Captain so. Lee didn't start captaining boats until he was thirty-five. I mean it makes sense. It makes sense a lot. So either way, yeah. So anyway. Um, <laughs> 
he takes off his goggles because it's time to reveal his identity and everybody's just looking at him, you know, while he's taking his goggles off like is he man or is he motorcycle? Yeah, is he going like, to like Oh my god. Is like, Freddy Krueger under yeah. there? What's happening? Um so Michelle Pfeiffer is just kind of like that's cool. I'm really glad that it's him. Um and the um, non-Travolta gives him a T-bird jacket. Everybody's very excited about this. He just lets him in the T-birds. But I don't know why, because it's not like he spent all school year trying to get in, and like no. Paulette's like, I'll give him the jacket. Yeah, no. Like, what are you doing? Looks like you're finally in. He's yeah. like, I never asked to be in the T-birds. Why, do you, why, does he, why would he want to be in the T-birds? Yeah, so he can do their fucking, homework yeah, for free? Exactly. Like, like, oh, now, yeah. No, no, no. I've been making some money off of you, so I'm continuing to make money off of you. And also, I just wanted to go out with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Well, I assume that was to keep the fact that he can be a T-bird and so he can go out with Michelle Pfeiffer because she's a pink lady and she's going to oh, stay yeah, a pink now lady. Now they accept him. That way when they go to part three, yeah, yeah, yeah. the pink lady T-bird thing is still still yes, yes, together yes. and the same, I feel like. And I thought here, I was like, what if the Fife's already gave up her jacket? Like, you know, what yeah. if she, like, you know, outside of that diner was like, she you know didn't. what, fine, fuck it. I don't want to be a pink lady anymore. And she walked away. Uh, there's literally music in every part of this movie, except over them making out the loudest at this uh, part here. No score whatsoever. First time in the whole movie, all you hear is a blah, 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 and they're it on sounds top. Like, like, what? It sounds like Benny licking his butt. Yeah, it really does. Um, and then I think this is going to be the last musical number. I actually had to hit the button to oh, make Christ, sure I forgot there was another that one. I was like, I hope that this is the last one, because you never know with this movie. Um, and this luau seems exactly like what I think um, the Jim Jones cult did right before they all drank flavoring. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And I was looking for the flavoring. Did a fucked up musical done. number. Uh, so everybody's singing the, you know, we're all together. Like, you know, yeah, like a weird slow, cult song. It's a song. big slow dance. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And, and then it out goes and... to them all in graduation gowns. Um, I think that there was probably yeah. a production note from somebody. They're like, well, in the first Grease, it was implied that they graduated. But like, let's really show it happening this time. Yeah, because in the first Grease at the end, they're like, oh, we're not going to be together anymore. Like, it's all yeah. over when they're like, ah, we'll still hang out. Like, this yeah. was just like, we have to somehow, because otherwise there's no timeline to this at no. all. Like, we have to put a timeline at the end. We yeah. start in the first day of school, we end on fucking graduation. Yeah. At least that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then they do, so everybody's graduated, and then everybody's taking a uh, freeze frame picture at the end. Poor Davy, he's all by himself. It's over. It's done. Oh my God. Thank fuck. <sighs> <sighs> what a goddamn disaster. I don't even know what to do with my life now. I do. <gasps> I know that? what we should do. Oh, I think I have an idea too. Let's go to the haggle meter. To the haggle meter. The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement, our, the way we rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl, two, five Heigls, five Heigls being the worst movie you've ever seen in your entire life. One Heigl. Not that bad. Yeah, um, This is our 50th episode, and I think that I have earned going first. Please do. No other reason other than just... Go ahead. We make our own rules here. Sure. Things. All right. Uh, I'm just going to give this movie five cool, cool Heigls. I okay. hated this movie a lot. Uh, this is easily the worst movie we've ever had to watch. <sighs> Yeah. That's it. It doesn't even deserve a formula. Well, so James, this makes burlesque look like the Godfather. Let's just yeah. say that this is a piece of fucking 
ever-loving shit. Yeah. I am going to give it a million Heigels. Wow. This gets a million Heigels. I can't even, there's no formula. No. Because this, you know what? Why should I concoct a formula when they didn't even bother to write a fucking script for this movie or concoct a formula for the movie? Could not agree Songs that make sense. Suck a dick. You know what? A million of those dicks I'd like you to suck movie. Fuck you, a million Heigels. Yeah. That's it. If this was your favorite movie or if this was your favorite way of remembering this movie, you can follow us on social media. We are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, dot com slash you got Heigold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. We do bonus episodes every other week on Patreon, on patreon.com slash you got Heigold. Uh, that's where we do all of our bonus content about 90 Day Fiance. Below Deck, we play Plotsy, where I show James movies that movie posters that he's never seen before, and he tries to guess what the movie's about. Um, oh, man, I'll write a plot. Yeah, he... Never write, but... I should have... One of the next Plotsies should be you writing a better plot to this movie. Okay. Because there was none, so there's a lot of room for... <laughs> be improvement. really easy. Um, and then uh, we also have a game where we make our own rom-com. This week, we're going to be doing my favorite activity, looking at old ads that don't make uh, a lot of sense, like old housewife ads or food ads or, you know, McDonald's ads, that type of thing. I love that stuff. I do it, you know, on my Instagram every once in a while. Um, but yeah, so we're patreon.com slash you got high gold. If you want to be a lovely person and just send money for the, you know, the good of whatever, it's uh, PayPal. We're at you got high gold at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. If you like it, if you Helps don't like it, don't worry about it. Just fucking move on with your life. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, it's not like we made grease too or anything. Chill out. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Uh, we have merch. We're at HeigelYourself.Threadless.com. I think I put the link in the bio on all of our social media things. If you'd like to talk to me and tell me how much you don't like me or how much you don't like these movies or how dare I insult Grease 2, I am Twitter or Instagram.com slash Sarah H is funny. S-A-R-A-H-H is funny. I run a Complaints Monday where everybody can feel like it's fun to complain on Mondays. And um, every once in a while, I do some lovely um, old ads. And you can also buy my books on Amazon. They're full of my petty complaints. Um, they're called Small Potatoes, Mouthwatering Musings of a Misanthrope, and Leftover Beef from a Lovable Curmudgeon. I'm so tired of talking about myself, James. Yeah, just just listen to Crime and Sports on Tuesdays and Small Town Murder on Thursdays. At Jimmy P is funny if you want to follow me on social media. Otherwise, that's it. You'll figure it out. Uh, last week... Our last time that we convened, I am very sorry. Apparently, I just it just completely lost me to shout out our wonderful people who gave us money. Oh, no. I am so sorry about that. You got to correct I, it. We, I, we got done and I posted the episode and I went, <gasps> Yeah. I was like, oh no, I forgot our lovely people. So James, if you will indulge me for Please. a few. Please, no, I want to hear these people. These uh, are the good people. These God are damn the good it. people. We've got Ryan Benner, Jenna Real. Jenna Real, Chris with no last name, Jenny Bukowski, Zach Altimus, Kyle, just Kyle, uh, Jessica Clark, Valerie Ferguson, Ash Anderson, Helen J, Smith and Swallow, uh, Jennifer Robbins, Anastasia De La Cruz, Jenny Scheib, Samantha Wynn, Scott Stevens, Laura Maloney, Rana Abshur, Hunter, Mort Erratic, Melody, nu- oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this, Melanie <laughs> Nguyen. Nguyen? I don't. I never know how to say Nguyen. I never know how to say that last name. I no, like. No. I it. I get taught it. Never it just... go to Vietnam, ever. But you'll they have, have good food there. Oh, they will. Yeah, but you'll mispronounce a lot of names. No, no, no. I am committed to learn. I will learn. You learn it. Kim Miller, John Wojnar. I don't know. Jessica Thompson. Um, Elizabeth Dixon. 
T. Grimes, Alex Hopper, Melissa Silsby, Krista Calvin, Megan, uh, just Megan, Jessica Hawkins, Kara S., uh, Ashley Vio, Vio, my little birthday twin. Hey. I always mess up her name. I just, I don't know why. I, I guess I have no respect for it. Just <laughs> kidding. Uh, and Sarah Wedley, we thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, paying to hang out with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll throw put our put our efforts into the Patreon as much as we yes, possibly we do. Can. We try to um, have a lot of fun in these episodes and as well as the Patreon episodes. We try to give you guys fun things and. Uh, yeah, so thank you for supporting us. We're we appreciate it. S- we're sorry for giving you grease, too. <laughs> we apologize so much. We apologize and go heigle yourselves. Go heigle yourselves, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.